Good morning, happy Saturday, and uh, thanks for joining me today. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> let's kind of get right into it. Just a second here, I left those candles on all night, man. I'm going to burn my shop down if I'm not careful. Make sure those are gone. This is off. Alrighty. Let's talk, guys. Um... I want to talk today about grief, the grieving process, what that kind of represents, how we handle it culturally, um, and just everything attached to that. Um, this is a very heavy subject, guys, so if you are watching this, um, strap in, and uh, if you have anything to input, I would love to hear it. Morning, man. Tough day for Kentucky. Uh, it's been um, super rough for the weather. Is there something else I'm not aware of, Stanley? Hello? Um, so, let's talk, though. Um, grief is a real, real crazy animal. It's a real difficult thing to fucking deal with. And culturally, maybe a hundred dead. From what? Oh, from the tornadoes? I didn't realize that they were that bad last night. Fuck, that sucks. My heart goes out to all of the victims for sure and their families especially, for sure, for sure. It's uh, kind of weird. It's almost like God put this um, exact uh, topic here in my, uh, <laughs> in my heart for a reason. Um, first off, I'm gonna plug somebody real quickly here and I highly recommend if you have Spotify or YouTube to look up a song called Waves of Sorrow by Akira the Dawn and Jocko Willink. Um, it's absolutely fucking amazing. Okay. But what I want to get into today, guys, is that there's no real cultural protocol for how to deal with grief, man. All of us deal with it differently. Some of us want to shut down. Some of us dump ourselves into our work. Some of us cry. Some of us don't. Some of us do all kinds of stuff. There is a hundred percent, a million different ways that people cope with it, you know? And the reason this is on my mind currently is because I had to drive out to Winchester with my son today and um, his uh, ex-stepdad, stepdad, whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, had to, um, they had to put their, their dog to sleep. And this is a dog that Alex has lived with for 10 plus years. And, you know, he's 18, so that's more than half of his life. And, you know, I didn't have a personal connection to, to that dog, but the love that I felt in the room and how hard it was for everybody, just even with the dog, to lose that family member and not know how to cope with the feelings of it was um, really eye-opening because what it did is it reminded me of my own fight and my own grieving process with Cassie. It reminded me heavily of the grieving process that I have dealt with for months and months now. Um, with that, the grieving process that I went through with, you know, my cousins, my uncle, my uh, grandfather who, you know, who raised me when I was very young. Um, and I found myself thinking, I was like, man, I'm like very intimately familiar with the grieving process. I have been through it so many times that it's almost like an old bike. And I don't like that in some ways, but I do like it in some ways because it, what it means is that I know how to cope with my feelings and I know how to feel them. It also means that I don't let it shut me down and I keep moving forward because your feelings are valid, man. 
When we have these feelings of grief, that's love without a place to go. And it's such a fucking hard thing to know how to cope with. But what I think is the most important part is we can't pour a bathtub full of our pain and then sit down in it. Um, thanks, Chris. I appreciate you. We're doing okay. We're doing, we're doing decent. We're, we're making it through it. And that's the important part. As far as I understand, there's been over a hundred dead so far from some of the tornadoes out here. And, uh, that's some pretty intense stuff, man. So my heart goes out to all of those victims. I didn't realize that that had even happened last night. Um, but, uh, here's the thing, guys. And I want to talk to you deeply about the effect that losing Cassie had on me. Um, when we lose somebody, it feels like there's a massive fucking hole in our heart. It feels like our life will never be the same again. And you know what? Here's the hard part of it, but also the good part is it's right. Your life will never be the same again. Um, when, when people die suddenly, and especially when we just didn't see it coming, like I didn't see that coming with Cassie at all. Um, when, when things like natural disasters happen, it's a, it's so fucking sudden. And I'm just happy that in this case with my son, that he got a chance to say goodbye to Avril um, before she passed, you know, before they took her to the vet and stuff. And again, I know it's a, a pet, but it's like, it's a still a grieving process. And one of the most important things that has happened to me through understanding grief and understanding death is that I've become on fire for life. I realize how um, short and beautiful and precious our lives really are. And I think that we all need to check ourselves constantly to understand that if we were going to die, knew, we knew we were going to die next week, I think that we would take everything different in our lives. I think if we knew that we were going to die next week and that there was nothing that we would fail at if we put our whole heart into it before that time came, that we would live every second of our lives like every second mattered. And what I'm here to tell you is that our lives really are just a mist. It's a breath in the grand scheme of things, they're so fucking short. But because we live it minute by minute and we have this time system that we keep track of stuff that seems to drag by when we're doing things we don't like doing, we forget sometimes how fucking short it is. I feel like I was 16 last fucking week. It really does feel that way sometimes. Other days it feels like it was a million lifetimes ago. But we need to use the opportunity when we lose people that we care about to come together. We need to lose the, not lose, use the opportunity to not lose ourselves in the grief, but to reacquaint ourselves with ourselves, to reacquaint ourselves with our maker and our creator, to have a new type of conversation with that person, with that creator, that one that loves you. Because God does love you. And it's important for us to not try to say that we need to understand God's plan. It's not up to us to understand. It's just up to us to live it. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for every moment that I've had with every person in my life, good or bad. I'm grateful for each breath I take. And I'm grateful for all the people that watch this and that this helps. And I'm grateful for the people that it might not help that choose to watch it too. I just know that this is temporary. Everything around us is in constant flux and change, and everything that you think you know as being solid and permanent is but a breath. And what I want you to do is to take those people that we've lost, 
just like I have with Cassie, for example, and I look at her picture over here on my wall like all the time. And I want you to let that person and that, that, that person that you lost, that family member, that, that important, just heartfelt connection you had and realize that it's still there. That the only thing they've left behind is this world with, that's full of pain and confusion. It's also full of love and amazing other stuff too. But they left those parts behind. Because the only thing that's of God is love. And that's all they take with them when they cross over. And what's happened to me through my grieving process is I've learned so thoroughly how fucking important life is. Those people that I've lost have made my fucking very breath each time I take one and take the moment to appreciate it so much more fucking important. It's hard on days like this to do these videos because I have a, a lump deep in my throat and it's just like, you know, especially finding out that over, you know, something like a hundred people died last night in those tornadoes. Fuck. My heart goes out to everybody involved in that. And, um, it's short, guys. Don't let tragedy be the thing that brings you closer to your family. Be closer now. Draw closer to them in every way you know how to. Draw closer to your friends. Make connections and relationships with people that change your fucking life. I want when you lose them for it to change you even more because you realize that not only was that relationship with that person so fucking powerful, but it's, it's like it impacts you ten times more when you lose it. I've learned so much through losing Cassie. I've learned so much through losing all of the people in my life that I've been close to. And every time I see somebody lose somebody, my heart goes out to them in a totally different kind of a way than it did beforehand. It's not just about crying and tears. Really, the important part is the hope. The important part is the hope and the knowledge that they're waiting on the other side and the, and the knowledge for sure that they want you to be happy and live an impactful and meaningful life. That they want you to go on with them in your heart. I never understood for so long when people were always like, oh, they're in your heart, they're in your heart. But when I take the time to really think about that, like I feel her in every moment that I choose to recognize it. I feel her in my breath and I feel her in my exhale and I feel her when the wind brushes against my skin or when I hear a bird or see birds even of any kind. Every time I get that stamp that I have for my clients that has that little raven on it, I think of it. And the cultural protocol for here that I want to gift to you guys, to give to you guys, is to write on it, to talk about it to reach out and to stop isolating yourself. Don't live with that hole in your heart. Fill it back up with the love and the understanding that they're in a better place and fill it back up with the knowledge that they are your fucking guardian angel and they are rooting for you at every turn. That they're now part of your conscience helping you guide yourself as you go because you wanna make them fucking proud. Because you want to make them proud. Not that they aren't already. I don't know. I 
I'm assuming you're tagging somebody currently, Jennifer, but all of us are going to lose people in our life. And I think that if we keep that in mind, that this life is just but a breath, and we keep in mind that all the people around us are more important than our petty emotions and petty feelings and fucking butthurt little fucking disagreements, that we will change the way we deal with each other. I want you to live like every moment matters and every person around you matters, because they do. I want you to take these moments when you do feel your heart crumbling and realize that really what's happening is it's being rebuilt into something bigger. You can't just build a bigger building on top of an old, smaller building. You have to break it down, demo it, and make a bigger foundation, and then build. And every moment that you allow that grief to overtake you is okay. It's not even allowing, man. You're going to feel like you're in a fucking ocean, and you can't get a breath of air. And there's nobody around you to help pull you up. But those waves will subside over time. They will subside. They will change. And eventually when they hit you, you'll smile instead of crying. <sighs> Thanks. I really appreciate you tagging her. If you want to, have her reach out to me. I'll see what I can do to talk to her about it a little bit. I really do mean that. All I know is that I understand there's been certain tools that have helped me get through this pain in my life. And that those tools are out there for all of us. And they're more similar to each person than they are different. And if you don't choose to live in that ocean of pain, and you choose to try to start swimming, get the boat, row it, work through it, get over those waves, those crests, then on the other side the sun will come back out. But you have to deal with it. You have to you have to swim. You can't shut down. Don't put dope on it. Don't put a whole bunch of meaningless activities that make you feel better in a moment on it. Do what I did. Go to their grave and talk to them. Write them letters. Pull up on their grave and play their favorite music for them. Thank them when good things happen. Remind yourself that you have a guardian angel. Remind yourself that that person that you lost doesn't feel pain anymore. They don't feel jealousy or angry or hate or greed or fear. All they, fear, all they feel is love. <laughs> and if you let that love come through the very ether of the universe and fill your heart, it will continue to do so. I feel her. I feel Cassie in my breath. I feel her in my head. I feel her when I run my head across my scalp. I feel her in everything that I choose to see her in. Just like I feel God in all those moments too. And when we all meet on the other side, it won't be like a reuniting of, of you and your significant other or you and your mother or you and all those people. It will be a reuniting of the soul where a soul recognizes a soul in a way that you could not possibly imagine while we're still on this plane of existence. I know that I couldn't come close to the feelings I know that I will experience, to the joy that my, my very soul will experience when we're reunited with all those people that we've lost, when we're reunited with our creator. He's here with us now. He's here in your heart now. He's in the air. 
is in every moment that you choose to create joy in. And I just want you to know that as you learn to carry this grief, as you learn to carry that pain, the scar that it makes makes you more beautiful. As you learn to carry yourself around and you start to get to the point where it doesn't make you go to pieces anymore, it's okay because you still love that person, but what's happening is your heart is beginning to heal a little bit. And that doesn't mean that you love them less. Because I love Lacey doesn't mean that I love Cassie any less than she loves Chris less because she loves me. In fact, we love each other more because of those things because we understand how short we understand how quickly it can all be taken away. So my heart goes out to you today if you're, if you're dealing with grief. I love you. Your creator loves you. And there's a list of people a mile and a half long that if you will just come out, just come out of your own little private isolated world inside yourself and reach out and ask for help that are really there and willing to help you. And the hardest thing I heard, but probably the most life-changing one I did here was somebody told me, one day, Justin, one day, you're going to be able to tell your story because it inspires me as I watch you go through it. And you're going to be able to tell your story to somebody who is dealing with the same emotions as you are right now and doesn't know how they're going to make it through it clean or doesn't know how they're going to make it through another fucking day. And because of your words and your inspiration and your story that you lived through that they can identify with, they'll make it another day, another week, another month, potentially. Perhaps the rest of their lives. And so I say to you, your story and your process in dealing with this is more important than the feelings that you feel right now. And so I want you to imagine who you will become and how powerful that person will be and how impactful that person will be when you're on the other side of this. And then, I want you to start talking about it right now. Don't hold back, write it down, put it on Facebook, display yourself vulnerably and authentically to the world and the world will come and watch your emotions burn inside of you and identify with it. And the meaning that your life will take on as a difference as the person that makes a difference in other people's lives through your own authenticity will be life changing. And so I say again one more time before I sign off, I love you. I love all of you. I love all of us that we've lost and everyone we ever will lose. I love myself and I love you and I love everybody that's come before us. The very bones of thousands of generations that have built what we stand on today. I love all of them. And I appreciate all of them. I'm grateful to be here, taking another breath, being able to talk to you.